every episode of Final Space. 23 fans, storyboard artists, producers, composers, animators, designers, voice actors. Welcome to Volume 3 of the Into Final Space Podcast, hosted by Gabe Jones. Welcome to today's episode of the Into Final Space Podcast, Volume 3. Once again, I'm Gabe Jones. Today we are talking with Alan Nguyen, who, among other things, uh, is a storyboard artist on Final Space. My special guest fan, Trexian, today is Madison Schaefer, and we are going to jump right into our discussion of this episode. All right, we're going to welcome to the show now via Skype. We have Madison and Alan. Um, welcome back, Alan, and welcome to Into Final Space. Madison, how are you guys doing today? Very good. It's great. great. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, of course, we are on chapter four of the first season of Final Space, talking a little bit about that today. And then uh, Madison's got some just general questions for Alan uh, about you know what he's worked on on the show. Um, so once again, this is me kind of stepping back from the interview. Um, I'll throw in some points every once in a while. And uh, Madison, you can take it away with your first question. Sure. Um, first off, should I... Uh introduce ourselves or sure go ahead. i mean yeah, <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Into yeah no, y'all are good uh yeah. but yeah yeah introduce yourselves uh alan we've of course had on the show before and does a, a variety of stuff but please tell us what all you do in final space uh sure uh well first hi hi i'm madison nice to meet you nice to meet you too <laughs> uh yeah i season one was actually my very first job coming out of college into the industry and um Ever since then, now that I'm currently still on Final Space, but we're on season three right now. And I initially started as a storyboard artist in, on season one. And also on season one, I also did background painting after that. And then after that, I also did uh, compositing. So I was able, I had the fortunate pleasure of seeing the entire season one from the pre-production stage, production stage, and post-production stage. And it's, it was a wonderful experience. Uh, season two, similar as well. Uh, and now on season three, I'm actually an assistant director, uh, and I am working with closely the supervising director Ben um, Bajeljak for season three. Mm -hmm. So I, it's it's been a wild, crazy ride, and I, I love this. Sh I love working on this show so much, and I really appreciate talking to fans of the show because you guys all make it happen. So yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, Madison, if you want to introduce yourself a little bit. Uh, stuff about me. Uh, I'm a college student right now. just finished my first year. It's hard. <laughs> I've just finished yeah. finals. Um, <laughs> right now, I'm just doing, I'm in general studies right now, but I'm trying to go into like the art program at my school because I really want to do animation or storyboarding, I think is really cool too. Just really anything in the animation industry is what I want to do right when I get out of college. So that's kind of where I'm focused right now. That's awesome. Yeah, it's super yeah, cool. Awesome. Yeah, so now we can launch into Madison's question. Right. Um, yeah, first question. Uh, Madison, your your first question again, if you don't mind. Right. So, um, uh, is there like a particular scene or just any any part of this episode in general that you really enjoyed working on? I guess, like in particular. Sure. Yeah. I, I, the funny thing about episode four, um, because it was so early on in the season. It was a bit of an all hands on deck episode, so every storyboard artist touched a bit of everything about the episode, um, which is really fun at the same time because I was able to really jump all across the episode, and I've worked on moments with the the Sames when they go evil, 
Um, mm-hmm. And there's like that whole conflict between Quinn and Avocado. And that was really awesome to work on. It was a, my first bit of exposure to sort of a more action centric mm-hmm. sequences. And I also got a really great opportunity to, to work on some of the stuff, the sentimental moments between Gary and his dad, especially when Gary's a child. Yeah. And they're, they're watching the rocket ship. I, I, I had the pleasure of touching a little bit of those sequences and yeah, I, I kind of just got a great exposure of every little thing about that episode because as you as you remember, episode four, it really balances like the dynamic craziness that's happening between Quinn and the Infinity Guard, the, mm-hmm. the ship being taken over and the zombie robots. And then also Gary having his kind of existential moment with his memories of his father and the son and everything. Um, so to answer your question... It's a tricky one because we all worked on so many different aspects of it, but I think I had a really good time playing with the sames and like yeah. really seeing yeah. how do you how do you challenge badass characters like Quinn and, and Avocado? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's super. Yeah, and cool. there's there's a lot of was there any like like you said is there's really early on was there like any really challenges uh, especially going into that episode that you uh, you know maybe had some trouble with um, you know just kind of figuring out those first few episodes of, of Final Space. Uh, sure. I mean, this is actually, especially Madison, if you're interested in storyboard, uh, storyboard um, one of the things that I had to do was kind of learn on the job because it was my first job. And, and episode four was actually my second episode ever working on. Mm-hmm. So the first couple of episodes for you when, you, when you get there, are going to be the most difficult because not only are you learning to adapt to a new show, you're learning to adapt to the job um, right and one and and I, I guess you'll have a question later but um i guess i'll give a little preview um one of the things i wish i told myself was to kind of just like take a step back and and maybe slow down a little bit not not so much that you're 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 taking too much time on your sequences but to kind of take a step back and and give yourself more time to watch your work before you mm-hmm. submit it in and but yeah we can go more in depth in that later that's awesome <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And uh, Madison, you have another question? Right. Okay. So um, uh, one thing I was thinking about was that like storyboard artists, you deal a lot with like complicated backgrounds and perspectives and everything like that. So I'm sure it's not always easy drawing everything. So um, is are there any scenes in particular that are more difficult for you to draw or like, do you do any practices to help you get better at these specific things? Um, absolutely. Uh, so one of the things you'll find uh, that is sort of the the bar you have to meet as a storyboard artist is there's a threshold of draftsmanship that you do need to have. Um, mm-hmm. You do need to be able to draw not just uh, uh, characters and environments, um, but you need to be able to draw them from different angles. And one of the things that I think is an absolute must, especially for a student studying storyboarding or in general animation, is life drawing. Um, right. So attend as many life drawing classes as you possibly can, um, especially on colleges. They usually provide uh, free ones. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you can sign up for classes like figures and context or um, any speed drawing. The goal is to look from life from your just using your eyes and being able to sketch that person from head to toe, full body, um, from different angles and under a certain time. So I right. think the... I, I highly suggest if you can get into life drawing sessions and time yourself. H- how much of this figure can you get down on the page in 10 minutes or five minutes or mm-hmm. two minutes and just cons- uh, consistently challenge yourself to different timelines. 
That's great to hear. Um, yeah. That's such a great. I took a, um, or last semester, I took a, a life drawing course, but I'm still going to be taking a bunch more and everything. So hopefully that'll be really helpful going into it. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's uh, called pencil mileage, right? Like, you, mm -hmm. you know, even, even if you're not, even if you're having difficulty now, every practice, every sketch um, you make is just going to benefit you, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, and you just have to build up that experience under your belt. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, okay, my yeah. next question, I guess I'll go on to. Um, so what was it like when you first saw a scene that you had storyboarded like in production or that you had worked on? Like, but how cool was it? Or what was the emotions that you felt? Yeah, I, I love this question because I remember the very specific instance. I, mm -hmm. it, was at, it was season one and I was actually compositing. And it was one of the first... The first episode I jumped on as a compositor was episode five. And it was the moment, um, I'm sorry, not episode five, episode seven. And it was the very moment when little Kato and Gary are going through uh, uh, Avocado's room. Mm -hmm. It was immediately following the very tragic uh, death of Avocado. And the reason why that sequence in Avocado's room was so important to me was because I had, I had worked on as a storyboard artist for that sequence. And then as soon as they moved me to background painting, I had also done the color keys for that room. So I was able to like paint and make some decisions on what like the colors of, of Avocado's props, his weapons, his, his memorabilia. And then jumping on to compositing, I was able to see all the, obviously like, again, so like the Final Space crew is one of the most talented people in, in this industry and they're amazing. And it was really cool to see some of what I've, injected into this work on screen, fully colored, fully animated, like, and being in the process of fully compositing it, it was just, it was very surreal. And it was, I appreciate that moment to this day. Yeah, it's so cool to hear. <laughs> yeah, because that, that process of, you know, being on those multiple jobs doesn't happen a whole lot in the industry. Um, so I can imagine it's, it's interesting, you know, being there for every step of the way and then, you know, seeing the final product come through. Um, it's definitely something really yeah, like special. seeing all the hard work pay off. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm in a very fortunate and I, I really appreciate the circumstances I've been able to do all of this. Um, it, it, yeah. And, and what Gabe was saying, it's definitely not a common thing. Um, there will be artists who have maybe two disciplines, whether like a character designer might be also a very good background designer. Um, but it's definitely, it's not common to be able to d jump to three very distinct, um, uh, disciplines. Um, but I, I encourage it. I, during college, I learned, I exposed myself to so many facets of filmmaking and, right. you know, you as a student, I, I love that you have a very particular passion for storyboards. Um, but I also encourage you to expose yourself to the different facets of animation, um, mm -hmm. whether the, whether it's the act of animating itself or the compositing stage, the storyboards as well, the design phase, um, it now is like the best time in your life to really teach yourself all the dis different disciplines. And then that's when you really, truly understand what you really want to do. Mm -hmm. You learn about everything and then you can kind of pick from there, which, which yeah, you like you most yeah. want to go into. Yeah. And, and once you, and all that knowledge of all the dis disciplines will come in hand. And that's helped a lot for me, especially now that I'm taking the step up first time to be in a directorial role. Um, mm -hmm. And as an assistant director on season three, my past experiences helped significantly. 
That's great. Yeah, awesome. Um, okay, then for my next question, so this kind of goes into like different art styles that board artists have. So like mm -hmm. whenever you're drawing your boards or whenever you were doing that, it's like what in particular did you emphasize or is there anything you like to emphasize more in your boards that like maybe made them stand out from other people's? Sure, and, and this is something that I am still continually trying to practice and learn. And that is more to do with framing. I noticed like, if you have a particular style in drawing and the way you draw is very aesthetically pleasing, by all means, absolutely. But mm -hmm. when it comes to the purpose of the storyboards, it's almost not as important if the drawings look really pretty. It's more so the framing devices, the staging of the characters, the acting. And the thing that I strive to push more and that I strive from the very beginning of Final Space is the dynamic framing. It's, right. it's more so how do I remind myself? And I still, like just yesterday, I was working, um, oh no, two days ago, uh, working on season three. And like, I'm having to remind myself, okay, the, the composition here is looking a little flat. The characters are looking a bit on the same level. How do I push that? How do I, if I have a character in the foreground, let's remember to push them a little closer to the foreground and maybe characters push a little bit to the background and just having a more, pushing the depth of foreground, middle ground and background are, is so right. important. And it, it's it's such a key um, key tool in live action filmmaking. So my goal in my mind is always, even though I'm working on an animated sh uh, show, how do I present it in a way that it feels like I'm watching this like multi-million dollar live action film? Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, because like being able to change or like the composition of the scenes and everything, it can make it so much more interesting when you like put a yeah. or even putting a character in a different place than another character or where it was before. Just mm -hmm. it can make the scene so much more interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a, what what adds a lot to Final Space is mm -hmm. just the dynamicism, uh, dynamics behind the scenes. Um, it's interesting to watch. I mean, even if you if you just shut the sound off, keep it on mute, and just watch the show, it's it's a really beautiful thing to just look at. Yeah, there's like um, so much to just look at, even if you don't like hear any of it. Well, thanks. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm glad to hear all of that from you guys. Okay. Oh, we got into this a little bit earlier, but um, like if you could give your past self some advice now that you know more from working on the show, what would it be? Sure. Um, yeah. So it being my first job and me, you know, you're probably, everybody is going to go through this and it's basically the proving ground, right? Like you keep telling yourself, you have to like work really hard, which is absolutely important. You want to push yourself to learn and, and strive to achieve as much as you can and really make a name for yourself. However, mm -hmm. I almost feel like I went a little too far. Like I was, I was always trying to pump out these sequences as fast as possible. Right. Um, and while that's extremely beneficial as a storyboard artist, especially, especially uh, on production like Final Space, where um, things can get really fast paced, I almost feel like it would have been better if for some of the sequences, some of the more difficult sequences, if I had taken a step back, whether it's taking a break and then coming back to the sequence and really trying to look at it with a fresh eye mm -hmm. and really trying to figure out, is it really done? Have I addressed everything? Because when you're when you're in this fast-paced mode and you're trying to speed through things, mistakes will happen. Even if you don't feel like you are making mistakes, things things are. And um, if you have a great director, they'll point it out to you things that you've missed. And those are those moments are super important to 
recognize your failings from the beginning. Yeah. Um, but also not letting it disparage you too much. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, my advice for an old, uh, a younger version of myself back on season one is, you know, just relax. You got the <laughs> job already. Um, and just do, do it to your best of your abilities, but also try to have fun. Because right. When you have fun on a sequence, it absolutely shows through. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, you know, just with, with Final Space, you know, starting where it did, and it did have a lot of younger, newer to the field creators in general. Um, I think I, I've heard from a lot of them that that's one of the things that they, they'd wish they'd taken a step back sometimes because they, they ended up pushing themselves too hard and, mm -hmm. you know, they ground themselves and they ground themselves to the ground and it just, it, it ended up showing uh, mental health wise, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, they, you know, they kind of, end up hurting their work. Um, but I think, I think I've seen, they've also mentioned that they've, they've grown a lot from that and learned a lot for these next two seasons is, you know, take it slow, figure out what you need to get, get done and get it done. Yeah. I'm like, I'm really looking forward to see just like how everything develops or like seeing the differences. Cause I'm, I'm sure like the show is just going to keep getting better from here. So I'm really excited to see how it goes. Definitely. Um, okay, and then the, re the really last question that I had, just like any words of wisdom or like any important points you've taken from working on the show or like anything you could tell anyone aspiring to do something like what you do. Yeah, absolutely. There, on season one, there's a moment I had with the supervising director, Mike Roberts. And again, I, I was so young and so nervous about everything and I wanted to learn as much as I possibly could. So I remember going into Mike Roberts' office, who was the supervising director for season one. And I will never forget the advice I got from him because I, I had asked him like, hey, is there anything I can work on? Is there anything I need to improve upon? And he said to me, Alan, like you're doing fine. Like as, as any good director should, you know, you want to calm your storyboard artists. Um, but he also followed up with some advice and that is things to work on is to know what looks good. And it sounds so simple and so vague, um, but I I, I, it, I took from it the idea that I need to constantly work on not just my draftsmanship. As a storyboard artist, you have to know perspective. You have to be able to draw really well from different angles and, and draw dynamically. And that's all true. And I could tell you that. And you'll hear that from a lot of storyboard artists. But truly, I think what really makes a strong storyboard artists is their visual eye and knowing when something looks good. And the reason why that comes into play is if you're working on a sequence and one of the questions you're going to keep asking yourself is, does this look good? Like, is mm -hmm. this fun? Is this interesting? And the only way to answer that is if you know what looks good and you get yeah. that by, by watching good movies, watching good shows, watching good media in general, even if it's reading comics, which is a huge influence, reading that and then questioning yourself, why is that good? Mm-hmm you really have to analyze and be in a place in your mindset to really learn, learn from the, the stuff that you enjoy watching, understand why. And that's going to come into play because, and I noticed, especially me coming from different disciplines, whether it's storyboards or, or backgrounds or compositing that had knowing for me, what looks good for final space has been oh so important. And it, it ultimately, it really doesn't matter whether you're drawing, painting, or using After Effects to composite stuff, at the end result, it's all dependent on how your ability to know what looks finished and what looks good. 
Yeah. Wow, that's like that's really helpful. <laughs> I I hope so. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh Madison, if you don't have any more questions, um, thank you so much for being our fan on this episode. And yeah, it's been awesome. Of course, huge thanks to uh Alan for joining us today on chatting about you know all the work that he's done on Final Space and we're really excited to see your uh your directorial role come through uh yeah it's gonna be season. cool <laughs> <laughs> i hope so thank you guys like I, I really really appreciate like everything this is like this is awesome I'm, I'm really happy to meet you too madison and i really wish you the best of luck and again to both of you guys we really appreciate the fans on the show you guys like the fan Trixian fan base is like the best like mm-hmm. you guys are awesome and we literally could not make this show without you guys and so thank you so much. Thank you. It's been awesome. Thank you. Thanks to Madison for helping me out with today's talk with Alan about chapter four of Final Space. Until next time, follow me at Gabriel W. Jones on Instagram and Twitter and follow the show at Into Final Space on Instagram and Twitter. To chat about this episode, you can join us on the Into Final Space Discord. Uh, I will be on there to chat about episode four and uh, we've got a bunch of stuff going on in the, the Discord, so... We'll hope to see you there. We'll see you next time on Into Final Space. Thanks, guys.